Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Football Ramble Euros, everybody. Sponsored by Bet365. It's lovely to have you with us once again. The Euros are still going on. And my name is still Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Yep, still Lovely mate. return from Jim Campbell. Thanks. Pete Donaldson's also here. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm back, rather. But Luke's not here. He's not. Yep. We gave a like a firm handshake. He went off the field. I came on. He voted leave. He voted leave. <laughs> we voted leave. You guys voted leave. You wanted it. <laughs> oh, this is yeah, the brave the new world. We, we we can't get bogged down uh, with our own sad emotions mm. uh, because England haven't played yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, but there's been an awful lot of football, an awful lot of narrative being written up in those European football championship thingies. Uh, Wales are through to the quarterfinals. Mm. That is incredible. Brilliant. Uh, Dean Saunders. On match of the on uh, BBC, it. it was just wonderful to see in his little <laughs> face going. Yeah. We, we didn't think we'd qualify, and then we thought, yeah. well, we won't get out of that group. And 
we're, we're in the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah. It sounds it sounds really good, doesn't it? I know yeah. the, the, the the format's been extended slightly, but still, that's a hell of an achievement. It really it's, is. it's just so sad that Northern Ireland had to go out to to, right. to make it happen. I guess, isn't right? It? Yeah, and, and I had to sit through that bloody match. Yeah. <laughs> all, uh, all three matches on Saturday were bad. It they was were... a it was a very post Brexit afternoon of football. I think I sat there <laughs> yeah. going, "Is this what football's going to be like? Have you ruined that as well?" <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, cheers, Brilliant. old people. <laughs> um, oh, dear, it wasn't a great game at all, and it was an own goal from from Gareth McCauley that settled it, which is very harsh on yeah. on McCauley. He's ha- he is a great tournament, and let's be honest. Um, it was it was a good ball in from from Gareth Bale. Robbie Savage told us that at any given opportunity, but <laughs> it, it was a good ball in, and it would have been put away had McCauley not have got his boot yeah. on the end of it. You mm. you would have certainly thought. I know that's no consolation. It, it, you'd probably be in bits now. Yeah, if we're going to concede, it's going to be under our own terms. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, his goal against Ukraine was Northern Ireland's first goal at a major tournament since, since 1986. You know, yeah. and the man has been superb in that tournament. So it, it's a real cruel way. And that's yeah. the thing about international football knockouts at tournaments is that. It seems so sudden. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it seems really shocking. Actually, when a team go out, yeah, right. We're invested in it completely, and it's it's kind of hey, we're having a great time in the group stage because we know we've got three games. Yeah, yeah. We, we absolutely know that, so we know how long we're definitely going to be here. <laughs> oh my goodness, we've got an extra bit of a stay. Oh, that's great. go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, that's no. Work. Get lost. They must be sort of like the players must be going to their hotels, going. We might not be here tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to do? It's weird, isn't it? I'm going to have to tidy up my room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. No. I've got people for that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, because, I mean, it happens to all but one team. Like, it's guaranteed <laughs> they have to go home as well at the end of it. Every single person there. <laughs> Do France have to go home? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's, it's not you know I mean, though? We, all, we know that, that what's happened to Northern Ireland is going to happen to us. It's going to happen to three of us. We're going to be gutted. Yeah, but we're used to it. We are, we're still <laughs> <They're> not. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better, though, does it? <laughs> True. I know. Oh, man. It is quite funny when um, you, see, you see the fans in the stadium because it's all, it's all very well singing Will Griggs on fire when you're playing Germany. Yeah, we'll take yeah. Ever. Suddenly, it's like well, we we could we could win this game. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, it's like oh, we're oh, a knockout. God. Oh god, there's something to lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, essentially, that's essentially it. You know, like England dread. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it changes. It can change the mood. I mean, those Northern Irish fans and Welsh fans, of course, have been fantastic throughout the tournament. To get me wrong, yeah. but it, it can change the mood. Understandably, so. Don't get me wrong. When watching the Ireland game, obviously, you you do the maths, don't you? you think, oh, well, we, we, if we get past Iceland, then we'd have Ireland. You know, you'd rate your chances. In your head, you're in the semis. France <laughs> yeah. twice, and everything's changed again. It's yeah. But then, with, I think with, with Northern Ireland particularly. I think that match definitely how um, Ashley Williams had been playing over mm. the last two or three matches maybe I'd say yeah. a beatable defence I think at yeah, times yeah. And, and I think they probably would have been a little disappointed that they didn't push them uh, mm. very hard at, yeah. at times and I think um, it's just sad to, to, to lose them but uh, yeah. it, was a, it was a winnable match for both teams Yeah absolutely well Chris Coleman said after the game he felt Northern Ireland were the better team, and they mm. probably were. Mm. But the, the trouble is, Northern Ireland just don't have that quality going forward. Yeah. Really, it's that bluntness up front that has been the undoing of so many teams here. <laughs> yeah, right. And I think it, this was a, a winnable game, but Wales were favourites. Wales, 
apart from the Russia game, you know, they've they've been they were quite cagey a little bit against Slovakia. They did show an attacking intent. Of course, they scored two goals, you know, but it's understandable. It's the first game of a major tournament against England. Obviously, mm. very defensive. Russia were very much there for the taking, and Wales blooming took them mm. extremely well against Northern Ireland. How do you play? It it is quite a tricky one because if you commit men forward and you go and attack them, that's kind of what Northern Ireland want in a <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. So it was a very cagey old affair. Absolutely. And and as Pete, as you say, it could have gone it could have gone either way. But I think that was a case of let's get this done. Let's let's grind out a result, however it goes. And, and Wales did, and they're now into the into the last eight. And they face Belgium or Hungary, of course. And again, I, I, you sort of think, oh, they're going to play Belgium. But the, at time of recording, of course, that game hasn't hasn't happened. But the way this tournament is, I mean, well, who, who well, they beat them in qualifying? Yeah, they're in the same group, weren't they? Well, in B- Belgium. Yeah. No, but I mean, the way the tournament's going, it could be Hungary. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so uh, unpredictable. Who, it's who, who you wouldn't fancy either. Because they've, they've played very well. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what to think. It's brilliant football, isn't it? It really is. I really like it. We should do a podcast about mm. it. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Wales have won three out of four games in the tournament, which was very impressive. Northern Ireland lost three out of four, mm. which is not so great. But then they got in the second round. You know, they, yeah, they got out of the group stage, and Historic. that is a success for them. You know, without being patronised, you know, that's a hell of an achievement. Mm. Um, and, and, and it was great. Uh, I tell you what, though, speaking of Ashley Williams, though, he collided with Johnny Williams, didn't he? Oh, yeah. That was absolutely I'm, I'm surprised that didn't, like, split the atoms between them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, when, when Ashley Williams, he was holding his arm in the same place which suggested that he was in a bit of bother. Yeah. And then when they were calling him off, they, they thought they were going to take him off, and he was going, he was mouthing, it's fine. I thought he was saying it's, and another word begins with F. You know, in other words, get me off the pitch. And I was like, oh no, he wants to stay on. What an absolute yeah. flipping... He was very angry, I seem to recall. He was, yeah. He was a very angry man. I know, eh? But uh, it, it, that little bit of extra quality Wales have with the ball in the box. Northern Ireland had an, a few chances, a fair few chances out wide to get the ball in the box. And with Lafferty there, obviously he's quite tall and he's not bad in the air. You've, you've got a little bit of a chance, which is probably why uh, they went with him up front, mm. because Wales, they thought, if they do sit deep in defence and defend very tightly, which they did, he was probably the better option. Mm. But when Northern Ireland had the ball in those wide areas, often the Welsh, well, wing-backs or, or whoever it was, would, were blocking it. And they weren't getting a good quality ball in. I mean, we haven't seen many good quality crosses at all in the tournament, but when Wales, that, just, that little extra... Uh, bit of time that Gareth Bale had, bang, whipped it in there, and it was in, and that was the uh, and, and that was the tie over, which was which was a great shame. But Wales could play Belgium uh, next uh, in the quarterfinals, who boast players like uh, Rajin Nainggolan, which we're all big fans of. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's a smoker, according to manager Mark Wilmots. Yeah, that's a, that's a surprising one, isn't it? It's always surprising when you hear about football and smoking. I think more of them do than we'd we'd realise. But especially in this day and age as well, I think yeah. back in the nineties was probably the last generation of footballers in which they maybe get away from it because obviously mm. David Ginola that was that famous story when he was on the bus playing for Newcastle United he'd lit up a fag and everyone was absolutely shocked and Kevin Keegan said no 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 you, we, we don't we don't do that here and then yeah. he you know, probably stubbed his cigarette out on old Keggy or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but then he said they stopped at the fish and chip shop was it? yeah just after and he was like you're all eating fish and chips for crying out loud your diet's <laughs> terrible <laughs> Right. Don't worry about my lungs as I glide past another <laughs> Gary oh, Neville. I never use these lungs much in a game. <laughs> oh, you got the wrong order, Kev. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you got boiling oil up your arm. <laughs> Do you, mate? I, I mean, the modern footballer, if you want to smoke, smoke, it, you should really be vaping, though, I think. Yes. I'd say so. You think? I'd, I'd say, say that in very well, too. Don't yeah. just limit that to footballers. I guess as well, we, we forget that these, these are professional athletes in their 20s. They can metabolise it. Yeah. Oh, I'd say they can deal with anything. Have a vanilla vape. 
<laughs> and, and just a reminder that the Football Ramble will be releasing a vape. <laughs> vape with Marcus. Chat flavour. <laughs> Sven Fo- flavour. Football Ooh, whimsy. No. Oh, actually, that's an awful idea. A football whimsy blend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wilmot said Nangalone would potentially trash his hotel room if he didn't have a balcony. Oh, I love that. Smoke. Beautiful. I love that. Full kit, tackling lamps. <laughs> <laughs> smashing up his trousers. You, press. Sort, you, sort of, <laughs> you sort of think to yourself, that's that's ridiculous. What a load of nonsense. And then you see old Roger yeah, and you, you see think, the yeah. man. His name's Roger. <laughs> He's a proper Raggy so and so. But yeah, could be Wales against Belgium in mm. the quarterfinal. But you'll, be no, you'll probably know by the time of, uh, you're listening to this mm. who it is. And I sound ridiculous because it's hungry. Yeah, you tell us. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you want to uh, back uh, Roger to uh, be the top scorer <laughs> in, uh, in, Belgium's, in Belgium's side, if you want to uh, put £10 on with uh, Bet365, you would get, uh, well, you'll get 10 to 1 and you'll get £110 back, including your stick. So, mm. you know, he, hope for us all. Not for all of us smokers. Damn right. Well, yeah, You're that, not said, that said what? I was going to say that said. I mean, it's you know, it's a quite a low-scoring tournament. Yeah, exactly. Um, so and he's got one. Well, it would one, take yeah. a t- for for his team to, uh, yeah. to to be top scorer. Not too shoddy. Yeah, so, yeah. If he hits them like he did against uh, Sweden, then mm. uh, then he, he may be bagging a few more. Indeed. Uh, France beat Ireland two-one. Of course. Yeah. Um, the French they had seven days to prepare for this match, whereas Ireland only had four. But that's that's just the way yeah, the fixtures go. Really can play too I, much. I about think that. they'd be annoyed about that though. The way that they did yeah. look leggy at the end of that match, and mm. France still had you know. A ridiculous Kingsley Coman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think the, the ticket allocation thing's ridiculous. I only got about 4,500, was it? And they applied for more, and they gave him like another 100. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, they could give him more, Jim. What was that about then? I don't know, of... but obviously France having the home advantage, and it was a, well, quite a big stadium. Right. They were saying that... I, I don't know the reasons. Why but... was there only 4,000 island fans in the stadium? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that <laughs> no, was there. At the... As president of UEFA, <laughs> I want to know, Marcus. Well, where is the president of UEFA? <laughs> is he with the president of FIFA currently? Maybe. Watching I don't know. Maybe. In a bunker. Yeah, yeah, no doubt in some sort of underground bolt hole. Yeah, right. I mean, it was, uh, Ireland started the game blisteringly, of course, yeah. with that penalty. That was such a bizarre penalty to concede. It was like Pogba was trying to run through him. Yeah. It was, it was odd. But the way Pogba is, he probably believes he can, because yeah. he's that good. Smash through you and recover yeah, the ball. Yeah, there's that much hype about you. People say, imagine, Jim, imagine if ever, people were telling you you were worth £120 million all the time. You'd try and run through a wall. <laughs> Will I, he I'm not to... sure I would. Wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you try it? and walk through one, then. <laughs> but it's, it, it, I'd the have t- someone open a door for me. <laughs> has, has the tournament started for that man, Paul Pogba? Probably not. He was fantastic in the nil-nil. Mm. Was yeah, I mean, that sentence that. is weird, isn't it? It, is. <laughs> it really is, yeah. When they were already through. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean, Pete. I, it's not quite happened. and A lot of the big personalities haven't really. True enough, but Bill's probably one of the only ones that you sort of go, eh, you know. Yeah. You well, expected uh, him to, to have an effect. Mm. Yeah, Bale's definitely been there. I mean, even though he was a little bit quiet and you could argue three of those matches, mm. but he still made vital contributions Absolutely, in yeah. every single match Wales have been in. That's the difference. Uh, KPIs. Yes, Jim. And uh, whereas Antoine Griezmann, people thought he's nearly obviously scored in the group stage. He's he's nearly going to get going, and there he was against mm. against Ireland. He's, but it's been the story of France's tournament, isn't it? It's, it's taken them a while to to wake up in every game mm. and start clicking. They look re- and ask really Griezmann to start clicking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the clickiest player at the moment. Yeah, he is. A very strange celebration. Uh, what was it? I, I was, I was busy. Like, he was like he was on phone. on the phone. So I going phone me. Yeah, who wants to sign me? Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, my agent. He was doing an impression yeah. of his agent. <laughs> He's going. Look how good I am. Give me a ring. <laughs> oh, 800 Griezmann. Was he? Was he like one of those women on like Babe Station where they go, call me? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you pathetic human. <laughs> <laughs> you pathetic human. Oh. Uh, it was a shame for Ireland, though, that they're out. And having led 1-0... With, with France not really looking like scoring in the first half, obviously they came out in the second half and, and changed that. And Rand- Randolph looked good in goal, to be fair. He, he did, was, yeah. uh, he, was, he was decent, what, I'd yeah, say. What do you think of the Duffy? I mean, Duffy was ascending off, of course. I sort of think to myself, when, when, when Griezmann's running through, I understand the panic that must go yeah. through a centre-back's head, thinking, mm. my goodness, one of the best strikers in the world is currently bearing down on our goalkeeper. I don't think that with you know, 25 minutes to play or whatever it was, you should think, mm, I'll just swing a foot and hope for the best. I'll probably take the man. And I, I, I think his goalkeeper was playing so well at yeah, that point. I, d- I, d- I don't think he needed to do that. Yeah, I think that was silly. In your keeper. Mm. Do you think it's more, though, that it, he just mistimed it? Griezmann is quick. No, he was never going to catch him. Mm. I, the, the mistiming... No, he be- did it outside the box as well. It yeah. was kind of... Yeah, yeah. I, I think he, I think he thought, mm, if I swing a leg... I've got twenty percent chance of getting this. Yeah, and it's just not. I, I thought it was a very. You don't like those decision. odds. I <laughs> don't like those odds. I certainly don't, um, for obvious reasons. But uh, I, yeah, I, I thought it was a great shame. And after that, Ireland were never going to score. Although I do find it fascinating in the game of football when France are clearly on top. They've got their tails up. They've got mm. the two goals. Ireland are down to 10 men even then in the last few minutes France are a bit shaky that's, that's, yeah. it always it's happens like that, and, you, and you just kind of want to go we'll do that from like 20 minutes before the end <laughs> or, or 30 minutes before the end it was more you know when they they have a free kick in like their, 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 their um, own half or, or, and somebody takes it I was thinking, just put the keeper up because you'd be in the same position anyway if you took a corner. Well, that was so just in, put a keep, at least you'd have one player back that time. Well, that, that was point. in Northern, the Northern Ireland game mm. when uh, uh, McGovern was 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 he going to go for the free yeah. kick when there was about a minute to go? Of course he should. Oh, massively, and also but, and then he went for the he went out for the corner and he was looking over at Michael O'Neill to give him the thumbs up. Get in, just get in, just seconds. don't like you're a footballer. You yeah. you are you're supposed to have your decisions. And how many times when a goalkeeper goes up for a corner do we see the opposition score from that? Really. Never. Never, almost never, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, like, should, should it happen during regular moments of the game? I used to play like that on FIFA. I'd take the, I'd have the goalkeeper go up for every. I think I might have had I'm, him taking corners <laughs> just, just, to, <laughs> just to hinder myself. I don't think you can do it anymore. I thought and you were like, like giving it a big one. Concede, so there, there's your proof. <laughs> I thought you were giving More the big one. It. Said I just should get the keeper to take the ball around everyone, and I'm brilliant at FIFA. <laughs> Come at me. I did do that on FIFA '95. I scored with a goalkeeper once. It was on the easiest setting. It took me ages, and it crashed the game. Did so, it really? Yeah. Oh goodness, FIFA '95. So if anyone wants to uh, check out Jim's YouTube FIFA channel. <laughs> It's, it's uh, Jim does FIFA. Uh, yeah, it's just me shouting. This is you going shouting it. it. He's, he's doing like lots of pack <laughs> openings and stuff. <laughs> I got Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, and he's not bitter no. at all. Goodness me! Oh my goodness! Italy. They're going to be playing Spain very very soon. That's a that's a thigh rubber, isn't it? Isn't it? I'm going to get myself some special trousers for that one. <laughs> Italy are thinking to themselves, "What the hell are you doing? Win your group. You don't have to play us. We <laughs> yeah. both want that." I, just, I don't think we're giving enough, um, you know, enough coverage to how. England massively got away with that, yeah. I guess because we, you know, we could yet. Well, we're coming, we're coming but, to Portugal in the yeah. second half, perhaps, Jim. But but, but before we do, uh, Giorgio Chiellini has said. Now, before the France Ireland game, Roy Keane stressed that this is not about revenge for the Henri handball and all no. the rest of it, which are the right noises. You don't want that kind of 
silly narrative really playing. Mm. A lot of the players aren't the same. It was ages ago. It's a, the referee never called it, blah, blah, blah. But Keane said, no, that's not what it's about. We just want to win the game and so on. Uh, whereas Giorgio Chiellini, probably widely regarded as one of the best players currently, mm. uh, defenders playing the game, and a very experienced player of that, he said uh, Italy were out, uh, are out for revenge against Spain. They've been our nemesis since 2008, which is when their golden era started. Mm. And it's an Love interesting it. thing. Because, Italian fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> he said, I like the word revenge. But more than the word, we need to put it into practice. Wow, God. that's strong. Scary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, we're going to put revenge into practice. <laughs> well, Sp- Spain obviously beat Italy on penalties in that tournament. Yeah. But it is interesting to think. I don't know if Chiellini was getting at this when he said that's when their golden era started. It is fine margins, isn't it? Because if if they didn't win that penalty shootout, they wouldn't have won that trophy. You know, yeah. then they, obviously they did win that penalty shootout, went on to win the, the championships, Everything. and then the World Cup, and then the championships again. Well, if you fancy a bit of that action again t- for it to be decided after penalties, uh, it's uh, four to one. We we'll bet three six five. Uh, so uh, if you put ten quid on, uh, it returns fifty pound, including your stick. So it might happen. They yeah. might just cancel each other out. That's true. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I, that will be uh, a tactical. A tactical war fest. <laughs> tactical war fest. Do you think, Jim? <laughs> tactical, they'll is be it, defending. Is a war fest a thing? It's just a war, just isn't it, really? War. Yeah. A war fest is a world war, isn't it? Loads <laughs> no, of little wars no. going on at the same time. Or a celebration of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be it's like, like a loads of... war for a change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be loads of wars all meeting up in a certain place and then carrying on. Yeah. A war fest? times war. Yeah. There we are. It's not what we want, of course. No. It's, it's good Move for on. absolutely nothing, <laughs> according to Edwin. Uh, right, let's talk about some more Euros after this. Heads up, it's the Ramblers. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble Euro, sponsored by Bet365. This is a house of peace, ladies and gentlemen. Do not <laughs> worry. Uh, Peter. Yeah, leave your war fest at the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's have I think some so. emails or some kind of correspondence or something. All right, then. Uh, greetings, Ramblers. This is from, well, Testicle Matt. Yes. Oh, he's loving I mean, it. We, w- w- this will be the last Testicle Matt email for a little while, I think it's fair to say, because we've had too, m- too many testicles, I think. I think we've been a bit premature. I think we've been <laughs> premature testicle uh, action. <laughs> testicle Matt comes from the... Uh, 
2010 World Cup show. So he's basically helping us fill in where Testicle Matt came from. Yes. Effectively. This is his backstory. This is his origin story. It's this good. is him getting bit by that spider. <laughs> all right? Oh, you see? Uh, so in the 2010 World Cup shows, I emailed in with an opening question. An infected testicle resulted in me being off work and thus able to watch the World Cup interrupted. Uninterrupted, rather. Mm. I was uh, in Mexico at the time and the matches were in the day. I think that I asked what injury would you tolerate to watch the World Cup un- uninterrupted. I then sent in a few reports about football fever in Mexico and it just snowballed from there. <laughs> he didn't even write bald in big letters, but I'm reading it out like that. Like this that. is this is all very much to my wife's dismay. Every time I get a mention on the show, I make her stop what she's doing and listen, often repeatedly. Much to her embarrassment, I have even been known to play the episodes to dinner guests. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. Uh, my good lady is not a football fan, but every time she hears the theme tune, she does uh, greet you all with a big hello, Ramblers. Oh, that's nice. So that's nice, isn't it? So, hello, Mrs. Mrs. Testicle Testicle. Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And is there a Mrs. Testicle? Um... (laughs) I have to be honest, these managers are the highlights of my week amongst the nappy changing and sleepless nights of dealing with the teething uh, six-month-old. That's what children do, yeah. Sadly, Switzerland are now out of the Euros and have accepted it with the usual Swiss neutrality. And there is a large Portuguese community in Switzerland and they all are all pretty happy right now. Keep on rambling. Come on, England. Good luck for Monday night. Let's hope we don't leave Europe twice in four days. Mm-hmm. Testicle Matt. Mm-hmm. Hello to uh, Godwin. He says, uh, good day, Ramblers. I'm absolutely a massive fan of the show all the way from Nigeria. My uh, highlight of the week is uh, from Peterborough owner Dara, uh, Dara McAnthony. Is it Dara? I think yeah. it's Darren McAnthony. Irish. When asked on Twitter if the club was interested in the Nigerian English beast of a man, Adebayo Akinfenwa, he replied simply by saying, Behave! Uh, <laughs> don't bother pronouncing my last name. Peter's never going to get it right. Right, okay. Chianugo. It's Chianugo, isn't it? Yeah. That's Chianugo. Well, you guys, don't, you guys can't see the email. I'm, uh, <laughs> and, uh, We're in your palm, Akinfenwa is not fat. Peter, ah ha ha ha. So there we oh, go. Someone, someone was trying someone to stir crap on you, didn't they? Yeah, someone squealed. Some little worm of a rambler. <laughs> Bloody tweeted Akinfemigo. Pete from the Rambler said you're fat. <laughs> so if I'm not here next week, it's because yeah. that man. because we've sacked you <laughs> <laughs> for several poor performances. I've been snapped enough by uh, the muscular and sexually attractive. <laughs> Mr. Akinfenwa. So there we go. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, show at thefootballramble.com. Maybe we'll stick some in at the end. We've got yeah. a couple more emails, so it's, we'll do a little bit at the end. It's really poor, that, isn't it? From that little slug. Little slug. Snitches yeah. get yeah. stitches, mate. Do yeah. they? Well, they run around too much. What yeah. right, oh, okay, fair enough. Right. I'm not threatening to stab one of the listeners. <laughs> 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 to make that clear. Oh, Luke takes one week off and we're, <laughs> we're threatening to stab the listeners. Wow. Last days of Rome, innit? We're fighting amongst ourselves. This is the new Europe! Everybody at each other's fucking throats! Jim's threatening to stab listeners. Oh, my word. Right, get on with it. We had our first penalty shootout in the Euros. Yep. And Poland won it. My goodness. I tweeted that Luke's away. Therefore, and he took the algorithm with him. And that's how <laughs> algorithms work, is they are tangible objects. And uh, he, he went away. And we we, uh, we tried punching a few numbers. It was too difficult was. to decide, <laughs> quite honestly. And it showed it because Poland won 5-4 on penalties. There was only one penalty missed, and it was Granite Xhaka, the new Arsenal man. He hit it way too hard. Mm. What was so he trying to hit? Burst it. Well, I think it was... It sort of dra- he sort of dragged it a bit, didn't he? Sort yeah. of. It's it some, maybe someone one. said, what you want to do when you go up, if you're not sure, aim for someone in the crowd... <laughs> and then he ran up and he smashed it wide. They went behind the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ember's someone in the crowd. He's moved. He was giving his mate a hot dog. <laughs> Shit. Not the one of the stewards. <laughs> he wore a high vis jacket. <laughs> the look on his face was one of disbelief, wasn't it? It's was like, oh, 
That isn't what I meant to do. Yeah. But, oh no, that didn't happen like this in my head. Yeah, never Do mind. Well, t- but but and, and a lot of you tweeted me when this happened, and and I thank you all very much. So Shakiri got the overhead kick. I oh, wanted to yeah, see. Beautiful. Grim. People going, oh, is it an overhead kick? Was it a? Bu-? I don't give a yeah. damn. It was pure perversion. Yeah. I, 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 overhead I, I, kick in off the post, automatically goal of the tournament. Yeah, oh, right. massively, massively. So it was lowered down the technique. <laughs> I was like, I was, wasn't really paying attention. I, was, I, I saw it live, and I was like, oh, oh my god, oh, it's, it's that man from Future Islands doing a, doing a weird dance <laughs> <Yeah>. into the <laughs> net. But it was it was perfectly off the boot. Yeah, there was no shin. No, oh, it was, really it was absolutely glorious. Mm. It was. He, yeah, he, thank he's, you for those who tweeted me. He'd had lovely. a good tournament, hadn't he, Shakiri? Mm. Brilliant, boxy little Volvo man. Yeah, um, <laughs> a shame to see the back of him. It what, is a shame to see the back. And of him what a back he has got. He's yeah. wide, very stocky. He is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've noticed. Something about Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't think I've ever seen. I've seen him do about three or four bicycle kicks. They've all been pretty terrible, apart from one which got a good save out the keeper. I don't think he's ever done a decent bicycle kick in his career. Right, you, and bearing you, in mind how he's not an acrobatic footballer sometimes, Cristiano. You, you know what's going to happen now in the next round, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I want to see that. I yeah, want to okay. see him do that. Someone will tweet him going, "Pete for the Are you CR seven? Pete for the football. Ramos says you're no good at bicycle kicks. Are you downsizing? What? You're going from one enormous bloke. Well, yeah. Ronaldo's a bit smaller. You yeah. Know. He's... know your limit. <laughs> you should be tweeting Richard Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> Club mascots. They're one. They're rubbish, aren't they? Well, I'll fight all them. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> you certainly you can run away from them at least. But carry on with the the chat about. Shall I? Jacker and certain core. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> Poland. Obviously, old Kuba scored it in uh, in the first half of Poland, which was a nice goal. Actually, Lewandowski's not quite got going. No, it's weird, isn't it? I think he's he's very much being marked out of games. Yeah, and you know, there was the theory that Milik would mop up from that, and he's getting those opportunities, and he's not putting them away. Like in the first mm. first couple of minutes against them um, against Switzerland, he he pretty much had an open goal. He had a bit of work to do to put it in still, and he badly fluffed it. Yeah, but yeah it's he's. I mean, he's just not had a sniff, is he? I know he had a few chances in that game, but I don't think he'd even had a shot before yeah. that. If he, gets, if he gets it right, though, it's going to be fantastic, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you, hopefully he'll explode in the quarterfinals. He's the sort of player that will will get a goal from a half chance, and um, mm-hmm. you know it, it will get tighter as it as it goes along, and the, the quality of the team. Yeah. That's all. That's all anyone's getting in this tournament is half chances. Mm-hmm. There's very few, you know, out and out kind of. Um, I haven't seen a one on one. I don't think against keeper ever. Well, well uh, Griezmann uh, scored one today. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Well, Literally well, one today. The, the last was... goal that was scored. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, he was. He was. Running through and goal, obviously Duffy thought <laughs> that not having that again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Kuba obviously scored, and, and I think him and uh, Milik, you know, Milik has scored in this tournament, and he's had a few chances. But uh, that you know, it's handy for Poland to have those players, and I think a lot of people fancy Poland in that penalty shootout because mm. they look like a cool, calm, collected bunch with good technique as well, which is often algorithm. Uh, what the algorithm suggests is quite important, or anybody's algorithm for that matter. But then in the second half, Switzerland after they went one nil down, second half they came out and they looked. Really Really good, and at the end of the game, I thought it was a bit of a shame the Swiss have gone because they did look quite an exciting side mm. at times. And uh, perhaps they flattered to deceive all tournament, though. To be fair, they everyone sort of said oh, they, they, yeah. they're going to be they're everyone's dark horse, and they just didn't do anything no. to great any great. They just didn't, yeah, Shakiri again yeah, had a very good tournament, but they they just didn't have enough um, other players pitching in mm. to, to much of an effect. 
Mm. But uh, the the big surprise, really, of of the round for for my hard earned Euros was uh, Portugal beating Croatia one nil. Yeah, robbing us of a penalty shootout. Well, Croatia for me were the, t- the team of the first round. I'm sure for a lot of people they were as well. And you fancied them against Portugal, who have yet to win a game apart from that one in the tournament. I mean, three mm. draws it was, wasn't it, that, mm. that, that took Portugal through, and they've looked very poor. And yet, there they were against Croatia, nullified them really. I know Vida missed a few chances for Croatia, but I can't believe they're through. No. <laughs> I really can't. And Ronaldo didn't even score. No, it's, it's astounding, isn't it, really? Oh, yeah. Charisma as well. He's, he's enjoying a little... Come good. I suppose <laughs> Indian summer or... I guess he's, what, he's 31 now, isn't he, Charisma? He's always a player that was tipped to do big things, and he sort of nearly did. But he's, he went off the... We just sort of went off, didn't he? Yeah, he's been in and out of that Portugal squad so many times, it's incredible. Mm. Yeah. But fair play to him. Yeah. Nan- Nanny's been looking out pretty good. He's uh, he's covered himself in a fair veneer, a varnish, if you will, mm. a thin varnish of glory. But that, that um, tour punt pass for the goal... Was that a pass? Well, that's, well, that's right. Ian Wright said uh, oh, he meant to, sh- he meant to, uh, he meant to pass that, and, it, and, and then everyone went, no, he didn't, and he was like, I'm sticking to me guns, I'm sticking to me guns, I'm sticking to me guns, bless him. Do you, you really think it was a shot? <laughs> I, I think it was a shot, yeah. He didn't look up, he just toured it. No, it was definitely a shot for me. Do you think? Yeah. Or did he just put it in the area? <laughs> we'll never know, Jim. We'll, we'll never, never know. know. Did Ronaldinho mean that against England? <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, yeah, but it, it was a strange celebration from Ronaldo because he obviously took the shot, the keeper saved it, then Charisma put it in. And Ronaldo, he was looking around to see if it was offside. And he did look happy. But he, as far as I could see from the pictures, and apologies if this is wrong, he never went to celebrate with his teammates. Now, I thought to myself, you miserable so-and-so, you know. And but then I was told recently that Ronaldo doesn't often celebrate with his teammates because apparently he feels like if he does, then the limelight will get taken off them. So if someone else scores and he says, if I'm celebrating with them, then, oh, I'll just, the photos will all be It's weird, bit weird to be humble and arrogant at the same time, <laughs> isn't it? He's, 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 he's managed it? it, to be fair, yeah. He's, he can't bicycle kick for toffee, but, I mean, he he really can turn a humble... It's yeah. a humble brag, isn't it, really? It's a kind of, like, well, I don't want to take on the limelight because I'm brilliant! Yeah, <laughs> I'll let them have their little muggy celebration. Yeah. Little moment. It's like this for me all the time. Yeah, well, of course, if I hadn't taken that shot and the keeper hadn't saved it, he wouldn't have scored. If I was celebrating every brilliant thing that happened in my life, I'd never stop. <laughs> I watched the Ronaldo documentary afterwards. I wake it up is, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. It is a Burns for All Seasons from The Simpsons. It's it's amazing. The Ronaldo documentary. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely astounding. <laughs> just how. What's the best bit? The best bit. Um, or the most you, ridiculous. You were talking about this earlier, actually, Marcus. It's, there's a bit in it where um, it's like a basketball player or something like that, and his son is, is, is with him, and he says, Oh, wow, that man's really big, Daddy. He's, he's even bigger than you. But he just says something like, Yeah, but I'm stronger. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's a Definitely sort of a little glint in his eye, but you know, he means it as yeah, well. Yeah, he'll never lose a competition. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Well, uh, no, he'll never he'll never lose a made-up competition in his own head. No. <laughs> because how can he? Um, uh, now, this was interesting. Uh, if you cast your minds back to the first round when Croatia beat Spain, we saw the Croatian keeper, Daniel Subasic, come off his line, way off his line yeah. to save from Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Practically a tackle. Yeah, he smothered it. I d- I, I, we say this every time it happens. I yeah. don't know why it's so hard to stamp out. They get offsides right all the time. I don't understand why you can't. Stamp. You can hear the ball get kicked, yeah. and if the guy's off his line, it's a yellow card. Well, just you, get, yeah. just, and you've got the fifth and sixth officials yeah. now, so you can have. What are they there for? Because well, the, I think the linesman will be looking along the goal line to see if it's gone in. Well, they can take care of that, and the linesman should be looking at the keeper to yeah. see yeah. if he leaps off. And his we've line. got goal, t- goal line technology for the whole over the line thing. Yeah, right. so. it, it, well, it feels like. Well, 
they don't do it in the shootouts because, uh, in, in particular, because the pressure's so high. But that shouldn't come into it. Mm. No. Well, the former referee. Well, not, they don't have to look at encroachment, do they? During the shootouts. Mm. Yeah. Former referee and current chief refereeing officer at UEFA, Pierluigi Colina. We remember that wonderful bald man, of course, very well. He notable said leg. he is a, very much a notable leg. He said that the goalkeepers who move off their line when a penalty is taken should be given a yellow card and the penalty be retaken even during a shootout. Mm. Now he said that the standard of refereeing at the tournament has been very high indeed, and it has. Mm, they've not been that. conned with yeah. diving. I mean, they've really clamped down on that. Actually, the last two or three tournaments across the board the referees have been criticised haven't they they've been too card happy yep. or, or whatnot, and there's been none of that which is great yeah not helped my prediction of course with the cards but, <laughs> uh, uh, but, but it has been very very good but he said the referees have benefited from a new pre-match analysis of team tactics and players so the referees and their assistants are given an hour with football coaches who have analysed the upcoming games uh, to provide them with insight into how teams play which includes is that not profiling teams then and sort of saying oh well this person always dives so he's probably going to dive well, that set an ugly precedent? Officially, no. <laughs> um, it would be in-depth analysis of how teams may approach, for example, set pieces and how mm. players position themselves on the pitch and Diving. so on. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sure. And that D on that player's head uh, in this in this uh, iPad is just, you know, coincidental. Yeah. D, D for the footballer, yeah? yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ch for the, the, the chirpiest. Um, but, Who's yeah. a cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I, th- I thought that was quite good that referees, they're a bit more aware of what is going on on the pitch. It seems a bit strange, and as you say, could be uh, scrutinised perhaps, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. we will trust them because the referee's decision is always final. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Portugal could have played England if it wasn't for that last minute or last gasp Iceland winner, Jim. Mm. What were you going to say? Uh, sorry, I've... In the first half, you said that England dodged a bullet potentially with Portugal. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to sort of, um, you know, assume that England are going to get past Iceland because yeah. it's, you know, it, there's every chance that, that Iceland could win. But it's it's nice, isn't it? We're sort of not really looking so much at, um, at the luck we've had in that and maybe appreciating it as much as we should because so often we say about a, a tournament where England go out of it that mm. we, we the luck doesn't go our way and we've had a bit of it there. In in avoiding a, a, a traditionally stronger team in that True. in that draw, yeah, I mean, so I just want to take a moment to appreciate it. And, and, and looking at uh, this afternoon's France match, you sort of going, well, if you go at them, they don't like it. Yeah, often, you're doing so, that you thing know. where you're assuming we're in the yeah. quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that thing on, on the current pattern. You need to be about three 0 up by like <laughs> the seventy fifth minute. Then you should be all right. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, then turn your attention. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, of course, England uh, and Iceland will be playing. Uh, Monday night or tonight depending on when you're listening to this do you think he should go for Kane up front and Sturridge on the right wing with Lallana on the left that's what people are suggesting yeah, I, I wouldn't hate that yeah. no, uh, I think probably start Vardy on the bench because we would imagine that Iceland will sit very deep and yeah. that sort of nullifies um, his, his strengths um, and maybe bring him on later if, if we do Open them up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Lalana's having a funny tournament, isn't he? He has played well, but it's that end product again that's. Yeah, that's but he's been sick. one of the brighter players. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's earned his place in the team, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think impact substitutions as they go. You talk about Vardy. I'd sort of bring on Rashford and, and have him sort yeah. of because he's unpredictable. People mm-hmm. don't necessarily know yeah. what he is. He's not the, the best player in the world, but he, he just people don't know enough about him. I think to he's incredibly level-headed. Rashford. Mm. He's he quite chaotic when he comes on because mm. he makes very enthusiastic runs and stuff but he doesn't 
he doesn't make sort of rash decisions, almost, mm. does he? He's actually quite tidy um, in, in high-pressure situations, and that's obviously going to stand him in very good stead throughout his career. So mm. if we're not sort of getting any that many chances, I think it'd be quite a good, like, half an hour. Just give him more than, like, ten minutes, I think, yeah. is, is, is the He doesn't make there, rash decisions, he makes Rashford decisions. Exactly. Um, but yeah, width, but, width, but width, width will be the problem once again, well, I think, and, and the, the quality of the final mm. ball, like Rose and Walker have to mm. really... Uh, that, that's the only width we've got, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, Raheem Sterling's there, but people say he may not start, and there's mm. a talk about a bit of a, a confidence crisis with with the young man. Oh, yeah. And uh, and it's safe to say that if a player's not playing that well for England, obviously they don't want to play badly. Yeah. One of the things that's not going to help is a barrage of abuse on mm. social media no. and so on. But uh, b- perhaps it's the he's we live in, though, isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, sadly. But let's change it together, Jim. Um, Pep Guardiola apparently phoned Raheem Sterling uh, for quite a lengthy conversation to give him some encouragement uh, as the Man City winger obviously hasn't been has been too good and, and Guardiola was saying look you're a part of my team uh, my plans when you come back from the tournament and he, he spoke a lot about him and maybe Pep could save the day yeah mm. with with Sterling's Pep confidence putting his arm around him going look you're a part of my team because we spent a ton of money on you <laughs> and we no one's going to buy you a player like this yeah. so you're a part of my team <laughs> right? and we've both just got to deal with it <laughs> you're a part of another club's future plans listen I'm not leaving you at your mum so oh, I'm your new stepdad alright <laughs> so deal with it but it, I thought it was good and, and, and who knows that that could well um Give uh, Sterling a much-needed boost, and and, uh, and we shall see. As it needs right now, very much so. But it was revealed that Iceland have an image um, to help their inspirational uh, tendencies and whatnot in the dressing rooms before the matches of an image of a Chihuahua chasing a rhino. Yeah, it's a it is a brilliant picture. That yeah. rhino has no idea how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is obviously because they're the underdog and they're, they're chasing away the big boys. Okay, is why, that why, the don't they, why don't they just draw the football teams that they're playing? Well, they could well, do. It'd be a bit easier. That's true. England are playing Iceland very, very soon, and that is a subject of our bet of the show, Peter. It is, yes. Unfortunately, uh, last night's, yesterday's, whatever the last <laughs> show was, uh, there was a bet happening there, and uh, it was uh, Croatia and Portugal to score and Croatia to win. That one didn't come in, but we're mm. hoping that this one's going to come in. Uh, it's basically England versus Iceland, the game to d- be decided in extra time, because they're going to defend, aren't they, Iceland? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and we're, not gonna, we're not going to score, <laughs> so, you know, it could be an extra time decision there. Uh, it's currently at 30 to 2 uh, with bet 365 50 quid gets you 375 pound including our stakes so uh, yeah hopefully we'll win a bit of money for uh, prostate cancer mm. and uh, also if you, uh, you you have to be uh, over the age of 18 to bet and for more tips hints etc on responsible gambling it's gambleaware.co.uk see when Luke's not here we can do it yeah and that's well, what you said about me last week so last show I heard you I listened to it on a train that's right hungover and sad yeah uh, <laughs> odds are subject to change of course mm. um, right uh, there we are ladies and gentlemen that is the end of this Football Ramble Euro sponsor by Bet365 thank you very much for listening we're back late on Tuesday to talk about England versus Iceland and so much more mm, drop us an email sure at thefootballramble.com that's right or tweet us at Football Ramble. Yeah. All the usual places. There we are. Smoke signals. <laughs> yeah. Semaphore. We're up for anything. Say, Telegrams. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Facts. And goodbye from me. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.